Oh, it was. So, uh, here we go. Episode, uh... Oh, Morris, <laughs> my man. What? Yeah. He had so many to- good songs. It's good stuff, right? Oh, my. And I loved how, like, the announcer in the movie would be like, Ladies and gentlemen, the time. Yes. And they would just kick it right in. And they'd be da- and they'd, the whole the whole band would be dancing together. This shit he was would a be dude playing a mu- this, this was before uh, the movie Purple Rain though. What, which which one is it? This was their first. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, two songs. Like, Jungle Love and uh, Jungle Love and what was the other one? The Bird. The Bird. And they were doing a bird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's like he's bringing a mirror. And he comes up with a mirror and he's like doing his hair. Yeah. This is just such a great song. They had song. such great musicians. They had Jesse Johnson made his own. Terry Lewis, Jimmy Jam. They were yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then Morris was a, a drummer by trade. He was a great drummer. So I got some good stuff, but yeah, I shared that article. Um, thought I'd play a little time here to get us started. Episode time. 59. But um, right, let's crack them. Yeah. Fuck you, Dougie. <laughs> Thanks, Doug, for reminding that. Here's to you. Hmm. So, hey, look at this. These fucking guys start Doug waging. Uh, let's see what this is. Oh, no! What's that? Schmigel. Look at this. He just sent this picture out. The scorpion. Look at that fucking shit. Wow, where are they? I don't, well, he lives in Arizona. He lives in oh. Scottsdale. So, nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's too fun. I got I to gotta tell him that. Well. Uh, so, yeah, he sent us a bunch of videos this week so um which okay. is great so that'll keep the morty with the morty, morty with the art store going yardstick. okay <laughs> that's crazy oh boy so yeah the time oh that was a great yeah that was a great article i really enjoyed that oh my god i did i did too i mean it's just like so you know we'll start off talking about that because i i just yeah you know, I, I picked up on that. I go, I go, I have this thing on Flipboard on my iPad. It's pretty awesome. It just like takes your interests, like different things you're interested mm-hmm. in. Then it just pops articles. In okay. There. So, you know, you got to sift through it. But that's how I find all my Florida man stories and okay. everything. It's it's really cool. Um, you know, I I just I don't read the news. I'm off social media. Yeah. This is my go-to now. It's just it's this app. It's called Flipboard. Okay, and it takes your interests, so sports, ESPN, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that, and it just on here it just pops articles in nonstop. Oh, okay, and so you can sift through it, you know, and yeah, uh, yeah. and you know, there's still shit. And it's what's good for me is it gives me both sides, right? Yeah. Like there's articles in there, CNN. You get the Fox stuff. You know, it's everything. Mm-hmm. So I can sift through it and hear where people are coming from both sides, right? Yeah, yeah. Without just hearing one side or just, like, I don't watch, I'll watch the local news in the morning, get the weather, whatever, right? Yeah. And so I find this article on Morris Day in, in the time. Yeah. And so, you know, I sent it to you because I was like, God, oh, Jimmy's going to appreciate yeah, I this. Yeah, it, yeah. But he's, he's a kid, they're in junior high, and Prince has the band. How yeah. cool was that? Yeah, and they lived right around the corner from each right. other, even though and they went to different. Them. They knew of them. They didn't go to the same high school, but then he goes to the band, and he stands in front of them the whole time like, man, these guys are awesome. Can you imagine at 13, 14 years old, the Prince was that, that good. freaking good? And he's like doing our Carlos Santana uh, solos, mm-hmm. which is not, you know, they're not Dude, easy. He was a hell of a guitarist. Man. Yeah, he was. Or still is. I don't yeah, know. He's probably uh, well, still alive. Who? Carlos Santana. Oh, Carlos Santana. Yeah. Carlos. Who knows? Yeah, I think he is. And um, yeah, that was really cool. And then they, they ha- how they hooked up and got the bands. And 
you know, I, somewhere along the line, I did know that they, you know, collaborated and they were friends and not rivals. I, I don't know how I knew that. Maybe I, I did not out. know that. So that was what was cool about the whole article to me. Oh, okay. was I had no idea that they were oh, yeah. friends. Yeah. You know, you knew something. They had to be somewhat. But boy, oh boy, in that movie. Oh, know. yeah. They, they, they pitted each other against, yeah. against each other. And yeah. I kind of, I, maybe it was right after that because I thought the same thing. Then I read something back then that, no, no, no. Prince helped them jump off, and he would help them in but do how writing. About how dedicated they were! Oh yeah, and, and like late Prince nights, really would drive them, and he would, yeah. and he was a perfectionist, and it's like he this shit. Yeah. And they just constantly wrote music right. six, seven days a week, right? And then like he was saying, like, oh man, one night I thought I had a break. I go to the grocery store. There's Prince. Hey man, I need you tonight. Oh. Yeah, exactly. I I was just gonna have a night How cool off, is that? dude. I need you tonight. Yeah, and he talks about you know hitting it. What's the the part you just told the story about? Uh, Jerome. Oh, Jerome. Where Jerome was. So uh, he's. You know, Jerome was hilarious in the movie, and he was yeah. in another movie under the cherry whatever with yeah, Prince, yeah, yeah. and he's right. hilarious, and he's a percussionist in the movie, uh, and he ends up being in, in real life. He's Terry Lewis, who is one of the great writers there. Yep. His brother. Yep. And he just wanted to be part of the team. He was like, you know, carrying their bags. He would drive, chauffeur. He was like their valet, do whatever. And then one day they're doing that. Uh, their their song was cool. And in the part, he goes, somebody Which bring we just me started a, off. You know, somebody bring me a mirror. And he runs to the bathroom, rips the mirror off the wall, and just puts it yeah. in the middle of uh, uh, practice. And there and Prince is in the audience, like, man, we got to make that part of the act. He's got to be now part of the band. And then he was and. And then that just because, and he was hilarious in that movie. It was great in the movie. He was and he did the hilarious. mirror in the movie. He did the mirror in the movie. Which I guess was hilarious. always part of that then. You he know? was he was just hilarious. I thought, like, that movie was so good, but the time, the time, we knew the time prior to Purple Rain. Yes. Yes. But that just sent them. Like, yes, that did. I mean, they had cool, they had that uh, song 777-9311, if yeah. you remember that song. Get on up. Uh, and um, they were just really, really good. And they were so tight. Like Jungle they, Love and Jungle then Love, the bird. the bird. And then Oak Tree later on after that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the album Ice Cream Castles. In college, when I was my junior year, some girl let me borrow that cassette. It was a cassette back then, the album. Yeah, yeah. And I listened to it the whole semester. Right. I drove my, my roommate crazy because I'd always be playing it. And then at the end of the semester, I was hoping she forgot she gave it to me. Hmm. But she came knocking, you know, I need that back. Damn, there you go. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they were great because they would dance all in sync as they're playing their instruments. All yes. in sync, and they would do and they'd do that slide step, and boom. And they were on the money. And then you read that article about how much they practiced, and now you see why. I mean, they played yeah. great music, obviously, but their dancing and choreography was awesome. It's and they great, were hilarious man. and good at the same time. Yep. So I really... Uh, I dug that article because, you know, it's been 30-some years. Yeah. You yeah. know, you think about the time, whatever. Seven years. I think that came out in 84. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking back at that because it was like 81 was their first album. Yeah. And then, you know, they do the follow-up. and then, But it was like the, just the cool story of how how many popular names did you see in there in that article well there was somebody who did Funky Town who was helping them out yeah the girl from Lip Sync Lip Sync right yeah. and then uh, right. Evelyn Champagne King tried to hire Morris to help her write right. stuff because he was a percussionist he was a percussionist he was a drummer very good drummer who was the other drummer Sheila E was a drummer Sheila E was a drummer Prince. she's from up that way too yeah. and uh, Prince is like nah man I need you with me you can't go and he's like yeah they were going to pay me 75 grand which was a lot of money back then for me Oh shit! A lot of money now. Yeah. But uh, and then Prince like, nah, man, I need you with us. And then, but it was just cool that they were constantly. And then they, in the article, Prince had said, "Hey, the only band I was ever worried about was them." And he was the one who drove them. 
and cre- help create that. There was another guy I liked that was around at that time who was in the time, and then he split off on his own. Uh, Herbie Hancock was he? No, 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 no. I think Herbie Hancock was West Coast. Was he? West Coast? I don't know why. I well, they had Jesse Johnson who broke off. Jesse Johnson, that's Jesse it. Jesse Johnson had he was in them, and then he broke off. He was but in he was Purple in Rain. Time. Yes, he was, he was in the time. time. Yep, that's he, the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, he Jesse was in Johnson. he was in uh, he was in Purple Rain. Yep, and then right after that movie, I think he did his own, and he had a hit too. He had two hits. Did he have two? He had two hits. Uh, I'll tell you in one second. But I was a huge Jesse Johnson. Jesse fan. Johnson was good too, and he yeah. was just like those guys. The way he would run his band, and yep. you know the dancing, and, and it was hilarious. I'm thinking, man, it's going to be a, a run on these types of bands. And then of course Terry Lewis and Jimmy uh, Jam were, you know, they became big producers and they had they did a, a song or two on their own and they were good. Be your man in Free World was his big song. Okay. Free World, remember that song? Um, I, I kind of, if I heard it. I... Jesse okay. Johnson, Free World. He had a lot of songs though. Uh, it was called the Jesse Johnson Review. Right. And then uh, what was it? Apollonia Six. Yeah. They they were kind Va- of a vanity. Va- vanity was wasn't Apollonia Six and Apollonia left and they brought in Vanity or vice no, versa. No, vice versa. Vice versa. So Apollonia was in the movie. And then one of the girls, one of the girls who was in that was Dayton Prince at the time. Right. The girl with the ponytails. Right, right. And then he kind of drove them. So Prince had a bunch of stuff going on. Yeah. It's so, good stuff, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna have to now rewatch that movie, of course. I know. Me too. I was so, thinking about that. I was just like, oh my! And, and you thought they were enemies. Like after his dad like tried to commit suicide, yeah. Morris goes by. How's the family? <laughs> what a dick! Oh, what a douche! And then like uh, uh, Jerome's like, here's some tickets in it. You, you see a real now. Brother. See, they were all light skinned, you know. Like even Mars Day had the slick back hair. Well, know? I mean, he probably did something to his hair yeah. to make it that way. I mean, the whole Jerry Carroll look was. Well, that was there. kind of in at that time. Like Jesse Johnson had that. And then that was kind of Morris's trademark, so he probably kept it. Right. You know, because I've seen him. Did you ever see the movie with Richard Pryor where it's Stacy Dash is his daughter and they're moving? Oh, I like Dana that. Carvey was uh, some crazy guy, and so they're moving, and Stacy Dash is more uh, Richard Pryor's daughter, and she's rebelling because she doesn't want to move. Uh. She ends up dating a bad boy. Morris, Morris Day. Day. I do remember that. And he's like, yeah, and he's older. Hi, Dad. Him. How you doing? Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, my God, it's Morris. It's awesome. That's good stuff, man. And Stacey Dash, oh, my God, she's beautiful. Yeah, she is gorgeous. I was just watching her Friday night before we went over the pool. I was watching Clueless. Clueless. She's beautiful. Yeah. Oh. So she was, was the a, other girl in that movie. The, oh, so, uh, Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, she was great, too. And then... Um, and the other girl killed herself or whatever was in that movie. The, oh, the girl that comes in and is the friend and they turn her into one of them and then, oh okay no I never really I, I didn't watch the whole thing and then, and then Stacey Dash is in some movie with one of the Damon Wayans where it was he, he's like a con man or something yeah they made Stacey Dash out to be a little loony because she became a little uh, you know she was conservative outspoken and so Hollywood kind of turned yeah, on her a little yeah, bit so. she, she, she's a strong independent woman with her own opinion you know so now she's crazy yeah, yeah well, whatever Whatever. It doesn't, doesn't change. I'm not anything. kicking her out of bed because of her politics. That's I would true. because there's more room on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, at least you're getting back on the floor with her. You're pretty good. I said that joke the other night to Andrew. And he goes, yeah, there is more room. And I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, just get done. And I'm like, no, dude, come on. No, it was fun. She's beautiful. Uh, all right, episode 59, The Grace of Wear 59. We are thin on numbers now but I'm sure yeah. you've got a few I have a few and I will tell you I looked at the Raiders team and I'm like let's see what Jimmy comes okay. up with this week you want me to start with the Raiders go ahead Willie T came from the Eagles went to the Raiders 59 oh shit 
How come that wasn't on my list? I don't know. I missed Willie that. Willie T. There was a couple. W- William Thomas. Willie T. Willie Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was 59. Yeah. So I got to go with my guy, Seth Joyner. Oh, well, then I'll go with my guy, Jack Ham, out of Penn State. Jack Ham. Oh. He might be, when I looked at this list, although I'm a huge Seth Joyner fan. Um, Me too. I love Seth Joyner. I love the way he talks. I, he I, I love the off. way he plays. Oh, I love the way he talks. I love, you know, yeah. when the Eagles lose. You want the truth? You listen to Seth. How about it? I mean, and then he looks so damn mean. I think he could beat up the current players. He just looks intense. good, angry, but he's just intense. Yeah, he's intense, and he talks the truth. He's he's raw, and you gotta love it. Yeah. I like him and Ray Dittinger. I love Ray Dittinger. Yeah, Ray's good. So he is awesome. Ray Dittinger, the night they won the Super Bowl, was pretty cool because his son had come to work for. Comcast Sportsnet at that oh, time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So him and his son are together, and they're celebrating together. It was really cool oh, that night. Oh, wow. I yeah. saw a couple a couple days before uh, the Super Bowl, they were out wherever the Super Bowl was that year. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. So they're they're having a discussion. And there's they have some uh, New England uh, sports writers, and they have like Ray Dittinger and somebody else. And, you know, so the New England guys start ripping into the Eagles fans, this, that, and the other thing. And Ray Dittinger got pissed off. And he goes, listen, let me tell you something. When you guys first came into existence, whatever stadium they played, that place was a zoo. They would throw beer bottles at people. So don't tell me about the vet. And he was genuinely angry. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And he and this guy just totally backed. Oh, all right. He goes, don't tell me about how bad we are. You yes, guys those are fans bad. are everywhere. Oakland. They are They everywhere. were. New, mean, York, everywhere. New York. They're Buffalo. Everywhere. I went up to Buffalo for a game, man. I'll tell you, it was, it was bad. It was Cleveland. You know, no. they loved, you know, Pittsburgh. picking on Philly, but Ray stuck up New for York. the Eagles, and it was awesome. I mean, he was mad, and it was great. He, and it, you could see after he was done, he was still pissed. I'm like, I hope yeah. you don't have a heart attack. I he mean, the Dodgers-Giants games. Yeah, or Boston, Boston Yankees, right? Like, there's this weekend. shootings. There's been two murders at Dodgers. Dodgers Stadium. Yeah, yeah. two yeah. of them. They don't talk so. about that. Thank God it didn't happen in Philly. So there we go. Another. Oh, there's some more 59s. Oh, a hell of a lot more. But there goes another one of our tangents. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go I got ahead. a great one for you. Go ahead. You. Here you go. What is and it? And I just felt like this guy was a decent player. All right. I hope you're not thinking same what I'm thinking. Mike yeah. Mamola. Out of I BC, thought, Mr. But he was a decent player. The problem was he was just drafted way too high. Okay. Yeah, he should have never been a first rounder. He should have no. been a second or third. In college, if he was he a was third decent. rounder, we would have went, wow, oh, this guy's an overachiever. steal. Yeah, but he was one of those guys in the the, the tryouts. I know people are going to hate me for saying yeah, it. Though. In the tryouts, he was one of the first guys who, hey, if I have a great tryout, my, I'm going to get picked higher. Right, and it was smart. It was the first guy. The Eagles fell for it. Right, but um, he was good in college at BC. I mean, he was somebody that when he drafted you, like you said, hey, if you got him in the second or third round, late second, you'd be like, hey, it's that's not his fault pick. where he got picked. He no, was still, not. you know, he was always a second too late though. Get to the quarterback. Well, that's why you're not first round. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, how about London Fletcher? Oh, yeah. For the Redskins. He was a good, solid Rams. ball player. Oh, he played for the Rams, Rams first. Yeah, he was on those oh, Super Bowl okay. Rams teams. Oh, I remember him on the Redskins. Yeah, he, he went to the Redskins after the Rams. Okay. Yeah, he was a great player, man. Okay. Linebacker, London yep. Fletcher. Yeah. Here's, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm going to throw a cowboy out. That win. I was thinking about him, the Vietnamese yeah. kid. Yeah, he, he was, was a fucking first, great dude. He was tough. Dude, his motor kept running. He was man. at, I think, A&M. He was, he was like Texas a tough, A&M, dude. Tough, tough He was Texas dude. A&M. Tough dude. Um, By the way, only have, I only have two left on my list. I don't know if I could think of another now. Jeez. Um, I got a good uh, one for you. Let me think. Some, some teams here. Uh, Giants, today have a 59? Nope. Oh, I got a very good one, and this is when we were little kids. 
Minnesota Vikings, Matt, Matt Blair. Blair. I got he him was written awesome. Down. He, he was like he was like he was a dude I used to emulate on special teams. That dude could block punch constantly. Matt Blair was awesome. He and was I had great. purple people eaters. I had him on this Matt list. Matt Blair. Yeah. So I only have one left. Go ahead. Well, I have two actually now that I look at it. The other one sucks. Um but it was the only one I could find that played for the Phils. Uh but Ron Rivera was fifty nine for the Bears. Get out of it, really, Ron. Yeah. He was good. Riverboat Ron. Riverboat Ron. He was like their fourth linebacker out he of was. three. And but he, he was good, And man. they didn't drop he, off much. Nope. And he was smart, obviously. He's a coach now. Yep. So, but he was a good player, man. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. Um, I only got one. I, I, I don't think I can think of any more. Um, any baseball? Uh, you know what? There was a, a, a Guillermo Moda. And the only reason I think he was related to Manny Mota. Ah, okay. And he played for, I think he played for the Braves. He didn't play for the Dodgers. Okay. Guillermo Manny Mota. Mota. I think he was Manny Mota's like nephew or something. Manny like Mota, like, was didn't he have some for the record for pinch hits? Pinch or? hits. He, I think he had to, and he always. I think he got them all against the Phillies. <laughs> yeah, no, right. He would be sitting on a bench for like three months. Here comes Manny Mota. <laughs> hey, he freaking hits one. How do you do that? <laughs> yep. He's been sitting on his hands since June, and he gets a hit in October. Fucking and then Manny he was like their first Moda. base coach forever. Yeah, he was awesome. Uh, so the only other one I had was a uh, guy who played for the Phillies. Antonio Bestardo played okay. for the Phillies. But that's it, man. Okay. So um, we're off to Morty with the yardstick here. Oh, God. Oh, and, I can't wait for these. these and so good. the first Morty with the yardstick I have um, <laughs> is, is the uh, Sixers. So, hey, Mor- the, the last one? No, no, I wish it was. Hey, hey, Dave, if you're listening, I want to hear your perspective on Simmons. Oh, by the way, so not for nothing, he ripped me to shreds this week on a text. And it it was due. He goes, Norm, you should never talk basketball. Let Jimmy do all the talking (laughs) about basketball. I'm like, fuck, I know nothing about basketball. I guess we're going to be talking about Ben Simmons. First thing, here's the first video. Go ahead, listen. Is it is it bad? Sixers fans out there, the Telestrator's going to show you why they're going to have problems <laughs> in the playoffs. Oh, this down is down two to Portland, yeah. three seconds left on the clock, yeah. and they yeah. just came out of a timeout with Doc Rivers, and this is what was drawn up, okay? Yeah. The shot, lack shot of the playmakers, Embiid not showing up when you need him in three seconds left, and nobody even needs to worry about Ben. <laughs> Benjamin, no J. Benjamin, Benjamin, Benjamin Simmons, Benjamin, take Benjamin, the ball out. Benjamin, Don't even worry about it. It doesn't exist. Benjamin, no J. That is great. Benjamin, no J. That is great. All right. We got picks that are bullshit picks being set. Nobody's able to get open. <laughs> no Nobody even back. rubs close enough off the picks. Watch what happens yep, here. You're right. Disaster. Come Always on, Benjamin. Benjamin. You got to make a decision. Benjamin. <laughs> Look great. at this. Nobody. Nobody Come can get ball. open. Down two, stolen with a terrible pass, Benjamin, you idiot. <laughs> Benjamin, I love it. I gotta steal it, Benjamin. No, because he's got no J. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. I gotta say that is awesome. That is Benjamin because he's got no. Alrighty, and this one's just for you. Little Sunday night action in a game that nobody cares about. San Diego State uh, killing Air Force. Well, we got an out of bounds play underneath the basket. Look at the uh, uh, Air like Force the, uh, taking the ball out. San Diego State, stupid fucking idiots Why? playing well, man, the man, the man on the out of bounds. Oh, okay. they do it? He's recording it on an angle. Watch what happens. We got a set play. <laughs> Where funny. these guys are going to interchange, pick. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. Big guy's going to dart down. If they got the layup, they'll take it. But if it's not there, they have a set delayed play it's for the inbounder. 
Yeah. To fake like he's coming out top <laughs> and go back door for a layup after the clear out of all this lane area is wide open. So here we go. Watch him get all angry. He's got the picks. Nice pick. This guy's going to dart back in here. If it's a layup, he's got it. Nope, it's covered. Okay. Ball comes back out up top. Watch the inbounder. Ball's That's out up top here. Passes it across. He's full lulls in the sleep. Tip. Right back door. Look at that for a beautiful wide open layup. Shoots a left handed layup with his right hand, but that's why he's at the Air Force and not at fucking Michigan State. <laughs> How funny is that? That's why he's at the Air Force and not Michigan State. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. He's got the, a great point where he says, hey, everybody always forgets about the inbounder. Watch yep. the inbounder. That's a great point. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's great. That's good. Benjamin, because he's got no J. Oh, boy. Yeah, if you want to talk about, the, you know, and I, and you know I don't watch the NBA anymore, but I watched the last few games, and I've been hearing about how Ben is so bad I had to watch, and, boy, he does deserve all the criticism. So, well, he just deserves we'll just, it. He does, and I, I, I'm I, blown away. I mean, we can talk about the Sixers now after Morty with the yardstick, but. That was, that was really, that was funny. You know, it's funny. I, I was just like. Last game, if you I listened back to the podcast and my thoughts on it, I was looking ahead, like okay, the Nets are out. Maybe how do we match up? You were like three out of the, but I kept that little bit of doubt in there. If you remember, yeah. I was just like, I don't know. I just this team and I thought they were going to win. Did you? I, I was, just thought because they were yeah. coming home, I thought they had enough. They have it. They're a better team. You know, if you shut down that Trey Young, the rest of them are a bunch of. Uh, who was I listening to? It might have been Stephen Eastman. I don't know who it was. And they're like, are you kidding me? That, and they were naming some of their players. I don't even know who these guys are. And they're beating the Sixers. Are you kidding me? It's like Trey Young and, you know, even that Collins guy who posterizes Ben in oh. his shirt. Well, first who of all. Who is he? But how many fucking alley-oops can you do? Like, everybody's like, oh, Simmons played his ass off. Simmons had four fucking alley-oops in a row. Right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I mean, it, it bothered the shit out of me. It sure did. I mean, I, I think I told you, like, this guy will try to... What the hell is this? Hello? Morty! Can you hear us? Hello? Hey, can you hear us? Now I can, yeah. Yo, what's up? Oh, you got him live? Oh, I thought this was a Morty with a, a yardstick. No, it's oh, okay, it is Morty That's with a yardstick. I can't hear I can't hear us. You can't hear us? Uh, we should we should have been outside. You there, Schmidt? I can't hear. Oh, you can't hear us? That's because you're fucking. I can hear you. That's it. You gotta sit up. Oh, okay. Hey, Dave, how you doing, bud? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. What's going? Not much. Love love your Morty with the yardstick. The Morty stick, with man. the yardstick. I love him. Was that still forthcoming? Uh, no, we just did it. We just did the Benjamin with no J. I love that. <laughs> Absolutely love it because it's so truthful. Can you hear us? Did you see the one-armed guy yet? I, I didn't play him that video. I played him the Air Force one and the Benjamin. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I got play. He's at the Air Force and not Michigan State. That's right. <laughs> a le a left-handed layup, right-handed. <laughs> exactly. That was good stuff, man. Oh, my God. So we were just talking Sixers. Just letting Jimmy talk Sixers because obviously I know nothing about Basketball. <laughs> Self-admittedly. Hockey guy. One thing about these podcasts are, it's on tape. I got Nor Storm, Storm and Norman's on tape saying, 
Do you love Doc Rivers? I do. I like Doc. <laughs> I'll say um, it again. I do like Doc. His only championship was three Hall of Famers and Rondo. Come on. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, he just can't finish, obviously, right? Is that his issue? Yeah. It's, I, yeah, he's got... It's bad. I mean, uh, this, you know... A coach that can't close when you got to. I don't know. I think Doc's more of a motivator and not an X and O guy. Dude, I'm yeah, a... and, and you wonder what kind of balls did he have when he went, you know, he saw what was happening in so many different situations. Like, whether it was Benjamin or not, or whether it was, you know, <laughs> Seth Curry getting take advantage of on defense. I mean, make the move, man. There's... Yeah, exactly. Like that first game where they're down 20-something, and they don't make an adjustment to stop Trey Young. Hey, the guy's scoring like, you know, he's going crazy on you. Make an adjustment now. Don't wait to have And not to mention the fact that he played during the old school days with friggin' Bill Lambeer and these fuckers. Nobody gets down the lane. Nobody gets to just freely go from the three-point line to the bucket without getting their friggin' head taken off. Yep. Right. I mean, that's what nobody realizes. Trey Young is 165 pounds. Right. Somebody put him on his ass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the only that's thing the only I can way to stop him. I mean, the last few games, though, Ben did shut him down. I mean, Ben is a liability on offense, but he was good on defense. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I, he hates Again, I didn't watch it. Uh, I boycott the NBA, so I didn't watch it. So does Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> so does Jimmy. So did I for a year. But I was like, you know, Sixers playoff. I'm a Philly guy. So are you. Yeah, right. I, I haven't watched the NBA probably since Jordan retired. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I, it's just like, it, to me, it's like watching a pickup game down at Cresma. Yeah. It's, it's like there's no set play. They don't. Nobody knows how to play a half-court game and come up with a half-court set. Whoever has the ball set, you know, whoever brings the ball across the, the mid-court, they pass it, and then it's that guy's score. Everyone else stands around and watches them. To me, that's not yeah. good ball. Exactly. How about this? Here's my other thing about the Sixers, okay? All right. No B gets out of the huddle before the game starts to go for the center's jump, right? Right. All the coach has to do is say, when you get out there to the center's jump, look at the guy who you're jumping against, okay? First of all, there's 15 guys that he doesn't even know who they are. They're so horrible. Huh. Like Alex Lynn... Yep. And these friggin' bozo centers, whatever. That should be 50 a night. It yeah. should be. I mean, take out like three or four centers that could give him you know, a tough time. The rest of them are friggin' horrible. Yeah. There's... It's not a center-driven league anymore. You're right. He should right. be able to dominate everybody. Couldn't find my opener. And he shouldn't be doing all these fadeaway jumpers. He should be doing up and unders, taking it to the rim, because they can't stop him. Yeah. Those alley-oops bothered the shit out of me, though. What does? The alley-oops. Collins. Oh, yeah. I mean, Collins, I mean, maybe two Collins times. And Capel, I mean, they got good hands. Boy, they catch everything. They do. And it's like, but it was so, like... I give Trey Young credit. He would drive the lane, just fire it up in the air, and those guys were there. Yeah. And and you know, make a decision, Embiid. Like either stay back or fucking knock Trey Young to the ground to block that shit. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's like 
you look at Trey Young again, even with this Buck series, how the hell does a guy throw and throw a lob off the backboard for Collins, okay? And shimmy before he takes a three. Yeah, and not right? get put on his ass. I mean, right. come on, man. Yeah, you guys right. have no heart these days, man. Yeah, you you put a kid like that down once or twice. He's he's his game is done for that. He's gonna be thinking about getting hurt, not playing ball. Yeah, exactly. Hey, so what did you just send us? The scorpion bite I got last night. Oh, you got bit? I didn't read that. Ah, uh, I got bit. Yeah. Fuck. Oh god. Look at that fucker. Yeah, that's nasty looking. Where was it? And they're just, you know, they're just sneaky. You know, you don't, just like these snakes out here, fuckers. You don't see them, and then next thing you know, you're, you got bit. So I was coming in from the back, back door. I opened the door, and it was, it was kind of up high on the door, on the side of the door where, like, the door hits the door jam or closes. Right. As soon as I put my hand on the door, it, it got me. Fuck. No fun. But but luckily, yeah, I mean it was, it's just pain. It's not you know, of course, you know, you're looking online, you're not you don't know what the heck's going on. I'm like if I go to sleep, am I gonna wake up in a poison coma or what's gonna happen here, you know? Oh, Damn, look luckily, at the spike on the back of that thing. Yeah, yeah, well now there's the pain, that's for sure. Is that so where do they sting it? From the tail or the I think the tail is where the venom is, yeah. Okay, because it they it's got, got a little claws. stinger on that tail. Yeah. So you caught it? What's that? Yeah, I caught it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to interrogate this freaking thing. This thing ain't getting all deep. <laughs> it's going to waterboard him. We'll, we'll see how it likes to be on page 59 of a fucking Encyclopedia Britannic. <laughs> That's why my son won't. He's like, I, I want no parts of Arizona. He's like, rattlesnakes and these little critters, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I was out there, I did not see a single one. I played TPC out there. Right. Down in Scottsdale. You didn't see any? I mean, what time of year was it? Spring. It was like April. Yeah. I didn't see any. Well, I did see a rattlesnake, though, dude. There was a... I was at the tee box, and there was a rattlesnake in the freaking... Like, right off the tee box in the, in the like, little weeds. Nasty. You saw it? Oh, yeah, I saw it. No bueno. Not looking for a ball that day, man. Huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what else is on the agenda for the podcast today? I'm about to play for Jimmy. George Brett spring training. George Brett spring training. <laughs> uh, oh, God. What happened? Oh, you guys in on us. All right. Uh, I, I sent it to okay. Dave the other night. Okay. <laughs> is this when he had uh, hemorrhoids? He heard Lasorda already, right? Did he? I didn't play Lasorda for him either. Oh, you got to give him Lasorda. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm gonna have to play that. I'll I'll play that too. So, yeah, that's what's up next. We'll just keep it rolling. But I figured. Uh, okay. I saw you were live. I figured I'd get you in here, man. Yeah, I mean, if you have anything else for me, otherwise, I'm just in recovery mode here. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Got to torture that uh, scorpion. <laughs> yep. Oh. I was going to talk a little golf, the U.S. Open. How about John Rahm's wife? Oh. <laughs> I'm sure she's smoking, You told too. me texted about that. Oh, dude. <laughs> when, she, when she walked across, 
I was like, holy shit, that is one lucky baby. Like a, a negligee she's married? Oh, yeah. Oh, Look at her. Jesus Christ. Cannons. Nice. <laughs> yeah, think oh, like... damn. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen what she was wearing, though. I bet. Jesus Am Christ. Am I right, Dave? I fucking she was Oh, yeah. All I was doing was praying he would win the thing so we get the more cover though. <laughs> And he well, too bad Brett Musburger wasn't uh, announced. Oh, how about it? Hey, I hope he he would have been saying like, "Hey, what do we have here?" (laughs) Hey, big winner there, kids. This is why you get your kid to play golf. Yeah, yeah. Everybody (laughs) wants to be an Alabama quarterback now. Oh, damn right. All right, Dave. Jimmy, who are your who are your teams you root for besides Boston? It went. Well, he roots for the Eagles. Penn State, yeah, Penn State, uh, the Red what about Sox. Alabama? I like Bama. I, I, I like Bama because when I went to Penn State, we used to play Alabama every year, and their their yeah. fans were awesome. They are really cool people. Have you been down there for a game yet? No, I haven't, but a friend of mine's daughter uh, just started there, so we're trying to you know organize a trip to go to see a game, uh, and I've, I've no, never yeah, seen we one. We went down. Newman's, Newman's two boys went there, so we went down. Oh, no shit. And he took care of the whole friggin' tailgate. It was unbelievable. Oh, wow. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I've never been down to SEC country, but it just looks awesome. Oh, you've never even been to anywhere down there? No. No, I would love to uh, go to, yeah. Well, if Luke yeah, chooses a different world. South you Carolina. walk into these stadiums. I mean, I know Penn State's Penn State, but you wonder how any of these, like, kid walks into Alabama for a, uh, for a visit and doesn't sign. I don't know about that. I know all them southern girls look beautiful, don't they? Exactly. <laughs> That's why they're so, that. Well, they're they're trying to uh, improve their their footprint, so they're recruiting northern kids to go to Bama. They so are. They're, they're trying to spread out their alumni base. Yeah, I said Luke got a letter from them. Yeah. But um, I mean, he South Carolina's on his list, which would be cool. That's where Robbie's kid goes. Yeah, I'm sure that's so. a beautiful. They all look like great camp. They go all got that shrubbery around the the field and everything, and then uh, like you say, you, you look into the crowd. Oh, those beautiful Southern girls! My God. So. Yeah. All right, oh, Spigs. That's it, Morty. No. Thanks for joining, right. man. Keep me in mind for uh, future weeks, and I'll try to come up with some stories for you guys that maybe you haven't heard. Yeah, keep the videos coming. Oh, I think yeah. I'm going to start. I opened up a Twitter account for uh, our uh, podcast, so I'm going to post these videos that we put on the podcast onto the Twitter account, the Riding Shotgun okay. Twitter account. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So hey, Jimmy, Jimmy's only seen the ones that... Uh, I only play... I, like, I don't want to play them all before it because I like his reaction. As I play yeah, them. Get the initial, get yeah. The oh, yeah, they're, they're, I love your little details of like the one dude, like the Mets fan who who uh, he was wearing a jersey with his own name. Well, that that's a strike against him right there, <laughs> and it is. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was tremendous, and it, it forced Norman to come clean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard that. Put it in storm. He would have had that, <laughs> dude. That's a true story, Dave. <laughs> I bet the storm would have caught that. <laughs> It's fucking brutal, man. It was brutal. Uh, you've been holding that one tight for a while. <laughs> oh, there's some more good stories coming on the George Brett stuff. So, oh, so God. stay tuned for that. You'll have to listen back. So. All right, I'll be looking forward to it. I'll uh, I'll wait and listen today. All right, man. Yeah, see you, Smigs. Thanks, Dave. Right, take it easy. Later, man. All right, guys. <laughs>
Ah, uh, Schmigs. Oh, that's funny. Good stuff, dude. It's great man. to, like, you know, through Scotty, you know, just to catch back up with all these guys. Like, I, I, you know, day. when we were younger and we'd hang out a little bit, we would play some ball together. And Dave, Dave was good. Dave was a good guard. Dave was quick. Yeah. And then, uh, you know. He uh, had good vision on the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. He could dish really good. And man. Yeah, now you, you see why he's so good. He's so knowledgeable. He really is. He, he's well, his dad was a coach. Oh, okay. Oh, was he? I didn't you didn't know, know his dad coached at Gratz? No, no, no. I did not know that. Yeah, he was the JV coach at Gratz, assistant varsity. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Nate, Nate was the coach there at Gratz. Oh, wow. Okay, well, that explains And he why. also coached JV baseball, so him and my dad would coach against I mean, Gratz, okay. it was tough to get kids yeah. to come out for baseball, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he taught at Gratz, too. Okay. So, yeah, for years. Good dude. Do you ever meet his pop? No. I oh, Nate's such no. a great guy, man. No. Yeah, good stuff, man. Schmigel family was awesome. Yeah. You know? So, anyway, um, so Keep yeah. That, uh, Morty with the yard set coming. Was, so, he sent hilarious. me this video on Lasorda, okay. which is great. It's not the one where he gets mad at the fanatic, is it? No, he gets mad at this pitcher. Uh, something Rao was the guy's name. Um, oh, Rao from like the seven, late 70s, early yeah. 80s? Yeah. He so was a good the, pitcher. He was a good pitcher, but it's the World Series, and the two of them going back and forth is classic. I'll play that for oh, you in a little bit, okay. but I want to do the George Brett one for you first. Now, the audio on this George Brett one is not that great, but it is worth it. So, I'll play it for you. So. you to the left side. I shit my pants last night. <laughs> I did. Went out and had a great meal, just a great fucking meal. I had to go to the bathroom so bad in the car. I'm going, travel, hurry up, man. I got shit. This is so, uh, fucking shit in my pants. I wouldn't So, the audio goes in and out, but you, when it gets to the good part... I'm good uh, twice a year for that. When was the last time you shit your pants? Yeah. Been a while? Twice a year? I was in Vegas a couple years ago. Just an honest-to-God true story. Staying at the Bellagio. I went over to the Mirage for dinner and met some friends of mine over there. Went to Kokomo's, a great little steakhouse. The guy brings out some fresh crab legs. He just came in. I got to give them to you guys. I'm eating them. Then we go play gamble a little bit. Then I had a tea time early in the morning. So I said, look, I got to get going. I'm walking back to the hotel. I get three quarters of the way out of the lobby, and all of a sudden I go, oh, fuck. And I'm standing here like this. I got my butt pinched so fucking. I'm, I'm fucked. I can't move. All of a sudden, you know, felt all right. I went just like this. Oh, my God. I had that sort of food poisoning from the crabs. Take off my leather jacket, tied it around my waist, and I'm just standing there, and it's just running down my leg. I got jeans on, black bucks, no socks, and uh, I just start fucking walking. Every time I'm walking, something's coming out. It's water. Straight fucking water. Then, to tell you how sick I was, tell you how sick I was, then I'm standing outside, I got my cell phone, and I call the guy. I said, Larry, you won't believe this. I'm standing outside the fucking Bellagio. I can't move. I got shit everywhere. I shit all over myself. And Larry's about a 48 waist. So he brings me over a pair of pants and, a, and some towels and some towels. And so he then he comes over and he meets me. where I'm, I tell him where I'm standing. He finds the closest bathroom. When you go up the escalator, you go into the fuck. I can't get in the elevator. So he goes in. He finds the closest bathroom in the lobby of the hotel and then I get in the escalator and he kind of pretends like he dropped something so no one gets behind me tells me where it is I go in there he 
goes and gets the towel all wet for me, throws it over the fucking stall. I take off all my fucking clothes, just wipe off, leave my shoes, left my shoes, my pants, everything right there, the towels right there in the stall. And I'm walking barefoot with my shirt and his pants that are 48 waist through the lobby like this at midnight. Got up in the morning, took the most perfect double tapered shit I've ever had in my life. True story. True story. Oh, wait, wait, wait. George, Greg, you're nasty. Who's the pitchers in this game? Who's the pitchers in this game? Oh, my. He, he shits himself twice a year? What the fuck? He's got issues, man. George, go fucking get you. Go to the doctor. You're fucking shitting yourself twice a year. I think I did that once in my life. He twice. I'm good for that twice a year. What the fuck? Oh, so you're, so, so you're saying you did that once in your life? Mm-hmm. All right, so that was my story. You so, haven't? Okay, so here's my story. I got a few of them. You shit yourself more than a couple of times. I didn't shit myself, but I got a great story. Oh, okay. So I'm coming back from Reading. I'm, I'm worked. I worked up in Reading, and uh, I went out <clears throat> late lunch, early dinner with this guy, and uh, I had pepperoni pizza <laughs> and French fries. So I've since known, years later, that pepperoni pizza and French well French fries are okay. my nemesis. Huh. So pepperoni pizza and what? what French kind of? fries. Just really? French fries. I mean, that's kind of a normal combination. Isn't it? it is. Yeah. For me, French fries, I've found, I've whittled it down, and I figured out, okay, French fries are my nemesis. So, okay. so I'm driving home. Your favorite fries are these these places? I'm oh, driving boy. home on 422. Oh, now, this boy. is when I lived in Jeffersonville. Not out here in Collegeville where 422. Maybe I oh, can make it home. Yeah. So, Jimmy, I am driving, and it's so bad. I'm clenching my butt cheeks to hold this shit in. So I got my legs off the ground. I'm trying to drive with pushing my ass up off because I can't sit down. I got to have the butt cheeks clenched, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like cramping up. I got my legs straight. I'm trying to drive on 422, and I see an exit off 422. I want to say it was like Royer's Ford, somewhere like mm -hmm. that. And this is easily 25 years ago, right? Okay. So I get off the exit. All I see is a car dealership. I'm just, I gotta, I'm like, if I find fucking bush, I'm gonna shit in the bush. I'm gonna, I gotta shit. So I see the car dealership, park my car. I don't even know how I park my car, illegally, whatever. And I am grabbing my backside as I'm going into the dealership. And I get in there and there's like this reception desk and there's a guy standing behind the reception desk. And he, I said, bathroom. That's all I said to him is just go, I just said, bathroom. And he, he he like looks at me and points to his left hand that way and yeah. just says that way go left so which was to my right and i go through and it's i i go through this door and i'm literally standing in the middle of guys like cars are up on lifts right it's the maintenance area i'm in the middle of the fucking maintenance area I still got a shit. And there's a there's toilet no bathroom. Like, can he open or something? I went through this door. He just said, he pointed to left. I go through this door. Now I'm standing at a bunch of mechanics. And I say to the guy, I'm like, all I can say is bathroom. He points over there. I turn around and there's a bathroom. So I, I go in. There's no door. One toilet. I fucking barely make it. It's a photo finish. Just fucking starts splashing. I am sitting as the guy's like doing like work. Holy God, what, what are you doing? That's it. Taking a dump. Yeah. I am slurring at the, the guy who's working, changing oil. And they all <laughs> stop and look at me. Dude, you really had to go. They're 10 <laughs> feet from me, Jimmy. And There's no you. door. 
No, I'm on a toilet staring at them working. But it was kind of somewhat dark. There was no light in the bathroom. It was just one fucking oh, wow. toilet. And I'm staring at these guys. Oh, yeah. But that's what you do when you got a shit. Sure. Oh, well, that's worse than my one time no, story. I, I've got... I've got a couple more. Okay. The next one, oh boy. I'm driving to Richmond, Virginia for a meeting. Okay. So I got the old style khakis on. You know, they're not stretchy mm -hmm. kind of khakis. They're old style khakis. Yeah, okay. Khakis are light tan. Okay. The pleats like Jim Harbaugh? Uh-huh. <laughs> I am, these are the bad ones, right? Yeah. So this is circa 2004, I want to say it is, because okay. I just gotten promoted to regional manager, and I was going down to meet the new team I got for Richmond, Baltimore, Norfolk. It turns out I only got Baltimore, Norfolk, but at this time I was getting three markets, Richmond, Baltimore, Norfolk. Going down 95 into DC, got breakfast probably in Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware. Well, get into DC and it hits me. I don't know what the fuck I ate, but it wants its, it wants its way out. So mm -hmm. I'm stuck in DC traffic. And again, I'm clutching my cheeks, and I'm like, I can't fucking believe this is happening. I got no change of clothes, because I'm going to Richmond, Virginia for a meeting. I figure I can turn around, go home. I got, I can do this, right? So it was just an introduction to the team, the Richmond team. So I, I'm getting, I'm stuck in traffic. You know DC traffic, you ain't moving. No. So I'm like, I can't hold it anymore, I can't hold it anymore. Finally, it just opens up. I'm on the shoulder of the road, I'm doing anything to get through this traffic. I get up, I get around it, I get through it. I get through it, and I'm on the, the highway, and I see a tree. An open field and one tree. I fucking throw my car in park, grab some napkins. I, <laughs> cars are flying by me in both directions. Honking. Honking, I don't know. I am behind a tree, shitting. <laughs> fucking white ass cheeks out, just fucking. In DC. This is what I think of this government. Well, it wasn't. I guess I was through DC at that point, but I was just unloading. And jeez. But I didn't shit my pants. Okay. Now, the one time I had a slight accident, I had lunch with you uh -oh. and Hillary Dunn. When you were working in Hot Chops, Jersey, you were working in Jersey. It was one of the Dunn sisters worked over in. It had to be Hillary because Hillary's the one I used to talk to. Okay, so we yeah. go out to lunch. She's working at this restaurant. I don't know. She's a manager or whatever. Okay. And she's stopping by talking to us, and you're I'm like, oh. So I go back over the bridge. I have no idea why you were working in Jersey at that time. I worked for in Jersey for a long time. Okay, and I go back over the Betsy Ross Bridge. And it's fucking shut down. I'm stuck there on the Betsy Ross Bridge. Whatever the fuck we had for lunch, probably french fries, <laughs> is hitting me. I make it finally through the traffic. I'm like, doing all my breathing. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Got all the way to the Blue Route. There's an accident on the Blue Route. Oh. It ain't happening, man. It ain't oh, happening. God. And I'm like, I got home. Yeah. It was... Oh, wasn't as bad as George Brett's story, but it George was bad. Brett, so nasty, literally, nasty. I get home, and this is back when we lived in Jeffersonville. And we had a shared driveway. Mm -hmm. So uh, Sue's done from school; she's home, and I, I get there, and I get home, and I know that my one neighbor's home because I can see his car. Anytime I would come home, this guy would <clears> see <throat> me pull into the driveway. He'd come out of his house. Want to chat? Oh, with he went on chat with me. I literally parked out front, right? I actually. <laughs> Got out of the car. I'm banging on the front door. She was like, what are you looking at? She opened, remember we had that porch, a nice yeah, little sit-down yeah, porch. Yeah. 
I'm banging on the front door. She lets me in. I just bypass her right to, and I'm like, throw. I'm like, we gotta throw these. Throw these pants out. <laughs> oh wow! So there's me. You don't have to share if you don't want. I'm no. full. Well, after those two, sir, mine's much of a disappointment. I mean, I was down. We were out late night. It was me, Don Ho, and Quinny. Out late night, and we hit we hit uh, Pat's Geno's. I don't know which one we <laughs> ate at. And you know, so then we're about to go home, and I'm in the back seat, and you know, I, I fart, and I'm thinking that's going to be that, right? And all of a sudden, never trust the fart. Never trust the fart. And and they just knew because I went oh oh, oh and they both looked at me like problems back there. And I was like I was like stop the car. Now they now they know. Now they're laughing. And I, I said, stop the car. I said, I got to... And, you know, if you think about that area, there's a lot of baseball fields around here. A lot of... And homes everywhere. Oh, yeah. So every time I'd run up to a baseball field, there'd be somebody walking their fucking dog. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I hear these guys laughing like, well, you better pick another place. And I, like, ran around this neighborhood. So make a long story short, I never found a place to go. So finally they pull up. They're like, well... I was like, let's just get it home as quick as possible. So as we're driving home. They got the windows down like, Christ, you're a mess. And every time we'd hit a pothole or a bump, they, they both look at me and laugh. And they laugh at me. And they're like, how's that feeling? I'm like, let's just get home. Let's just get home. Now, this is the days I play football with them, like on Sundays. Yeah. So they drop me off. They're like, good luck. And, of course, just like you, I threw out whatever I was wearing. The next morning, they're like, so? And everyone's like, and they, they, they didn't tell anybody else. They're like, they're like, what's wrong? They're like. Shall we tell them or are you going to tell them? I was like, have at it. They, they tell it. The whole team's laughing at me like, what the fuck? I'm like, I was like, dude, I threw everything. I think I burned everything. Uh, but that was it, you know? But That's that was so my funny, one time. Man. But George George Brett, twice a year. What the fuck? I'm good for that, that twice that, a year. That ta taught me a lesson. Like like you said, don't trust the floor. Especially dude. after you just ate. So I'm like, no, hold on. <laughs> Who's pitching today? <laughs> That's nasty. So obviously he does it tw twice a oh, fucking Brent, year. It's a fucking hilarious story, dude. Though. Yeah, but it's just like George, you nasty bastard. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going all over. This is to tangent, yeah, another yeah, tangent episode, but tangent. this is a good tangent. Good tangent. Not like yeah, the last yeah, week yeah, where yeah. I had to edit out like twelve That's fucking minutes. All right. Did you listen? No. It no, literally goes yeah. from me hitting that point where I'm getting angry. To like all of a sudden it's like oh, and, and I was going to tell things. you this week like let's stay away from those types of oh problems. yeah no problems. doubt no doubt I mean you know I won't yeah, do yeah. that it was just hey. <clears throat> fresh on my mind and yep. anyway um, so news from the week then NC State they were in the semifinals of College World Series did you see this mm -hmm. they had to forfeit the game so they play Vandy on Friday right. and they lose a close game I think they end up losing three to one it was a great game. But they only had 13 players because of the COVID protocols. Okay. So I guess one player tested positive. COVID protocols, they had to move, remove all these players. Okay. Contact tracing, all that bullshit. Jesus so they play the game. They're supposed to play Vandy on Saturday. NC State was like one of the favorites to win the College World Series. Great fucking team. Fun wow. team to watch. Really good. NCAA made them forfeit the game. Why? Because they were just like, no, we don't. Contact tracing everything. Now, meanwhile, you got College World Series. You got people in Omaha. It's like a packed fucking stadium. Yeah. You're not worried about the fans. NCAA sucks. Did, were any of these kids vaccinated or anything? At they all? were. Even one of the <clears throat> kids that they wouldn't let they play or whatever was vac fully vaccinated, and they I don't know if he tested positive or what. That sucks. 
I don't know if it was the tracing, whatever. They wouldn't even let that kid play. Well, that's and uh, it is terrible. It's just taking that. You know, it's, it's bad enough. It's taking it away from. I, I, Last I, year I'm, they I'm, lost all that shit. You know, I'm hoping that they have all the uh, football players uh, get them, make them get vaccinated. As soon as they report for summer camp, get them all vaccinated. Some teams are. Um, I would do it. I forget who the coach was. I just read this this morning. One of the teams, they're just like. Uh, the the players are all thankful that their coach is leading the charge for them all to get vaccinated. In fact, hey, listen, you know, hey, listen, guys, and I would point to this. Hey, you don't want us to yeah. forfeit a game halfway through an undefeated season. Yep. Let's all get vaccinated so we can at least that be that be part of our case. Hey, listen, we're all vaccinated. We should be good. Yeah, it would really bum me out though. So Vandy gets, you know, yeah, free ticket yeah, to the championship yeah. game. Basically, that sucks. Uh, and by the way, uh, Schmigel just texted me. Tell Jimmy his knowledge of presidents is highly impressive. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, I didn't show you why uh, I'm so knowledgeable. Next time you open my house, I will show you. All right, cool. Oh, you probably have a poster or something. I have a picture yeah. that I hang on the wall. My I would have loved to seen you and my dad go at it with the presidents. My oh, dad was so knowledgeable. Really? No, I could tell you years they served. Everything. Oh, I don't love that. Years? How many terms? Where? What he state they came uh, from? What my dad party? Knew all that shit. And who they beat in an election? My I dad like knew, that one. Oh, I my like dad that knew one. all that shit. Oh, oh God, I wish I'd known that. I wish you had Vice known that too. He would have. I mean, he always enjoyed your company to begin with, but he would have really loved to talk oh, that I with. Know me. the shit. We'd have yeah. really been going talking there. So, did you see the crash yesterday in the Tour de France? Yes, that was a mess. <laughs> oh, it was like a huge scrum. It was like it was like this big. It was like thirty by twenty. I was like, I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah. The jackass is holding a sign so he can be seen on TV. And the, the fucking biker could have went through that cardboard sign, first of all. Yeah. Why did they? he have to crash? Yeah. But I couldn't believe it. was gigantic. I couldn't believe it. They weren't even... It didn't seem like... They were all packed in together. It didn't seem like they were going that fast. Yeah. But they biked so fast. Yeah, yeah. They caught up quick. I mean... It was like a huge... What did they say? Two-thirds of the riders... Got one dude's bike today. They were showing his oh bike. They were like missing like this much of piping on the with a seat. It's bike. unbelievable. Yeah, I could not believe that yeah. crash. Yeah, I was watching it. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. So you did see that? Yes, I did. That, that was, was unbelievable. I was like, look at this. That was like right after our, our job fair. We went out to Chicken Pizza in the Northeast. I'm like, look at this gigantic crash. <laughs> All right, I went to Chickies and Pizza. Huh? Yeah. yeah. See, that's a little too far for me to have them French fries. Great French fries. <laughs> They do have good friends. Jeez, we talked about top, top French fries. <laughs> I know. Jesus. I, I like PJ's. I, guess, I guess next time we should talk about the greatest place to go hooping. <laughs> we should take, well, we always had that in high school. Yeah. Which places were the best ones? What was the worst ones? BK Lounge. S-Wing S was the worst place to take it down. Because <laughs> it was right next to the Uh So we talked about John Rahm's uh, win in the U.S. Open. It was awesome. So here's a guy who had Hot just one. come back. He was winning by five strokes a couple of weeks ago. Oh, they made he, him COVID. Yeah, I heard this. And story. he tested positive on that Saturday after he yeah, finished. And he was winning. Yeah, and he yeah. would have won the tournament. Yeah, because I think you and I said, why not let him just go out by himself? Yeah, and play the round. Yeah. Um, and then he comes back and wins the U.S. Open two Good. weeks later. Good for great him. for him. Yeah, hot wife. Great for him. Yeah. I mean, his wife. You know, a little bit of a. Most of those uh, golfers have hot wives. A little bit of a butterface, but uh, well, well, no, I, I wasn't am. looking at that. Just so you know. Um, Any room on the floor, man. <laughs> Uh, the Phil's blue and I mean this fucking how can they keep running out this Naris guy he just keeps blowing saves well they man. they finally got rid of the hail kid I saw that got yeah. rid of him that was Friday I mean I, I, I know they lost uh, the doubleheader they split they lost yesterday 4-3 to three, so they gotta yeah but they were winning again and Naris blows the save again 
this fucking guy sucks. Yep. He's one in five, and I can't even tell you how many saves he's blown. Well, this I year. mean, yeah, they got to go. A closer is a huge part, obviously, of your your bullpen. You gotta, you know, you could work all the way. You get to the ninth inning, and some dude's gonna blow yeah. a lead on you. Yeah, you know, come on. Yeah, I'm a little bummed about that. I mean, the the thing is, when you when your closer's one in five, and that's you're, not first a of all, that's, you shouldn't do one. If your closer's one in five, your closer blows. I mean, you think about the year Brad Lidge. He didn't. He, the guy didn't blow a single save. Yeah. Which you know, I mean, the next year he comes and blows a save, good, get it out. I mean, he ended up not having a great season, but that year he was lights out, lights out Lidge, yeah. right? Um, but you think about that many games that this guy's blown, where you want the guy to be your closer. Literally, you're coming in there to close out the game. We got the lead. Do your job. That's your yeah. job. You're like a yeah. fucking field goal kicker. Yeah. Kick the fucking field goal. Three outs, man. That's it. Three yeah. outs. Just fucking get the outs. Don't fucking walk anybody. Don't put people in base. Just fucking throw strikes. Right. Let them do their job. Get us out of the game. And this guy keeps blowing leads. But if you look at the Phillies' records, you take five losses, turn them into five wins. There Were there five games out right now? Yeah. There it is right there. And you lost... To the Mets, where he blew saves already in this series. And when you get, if you get to the playoffs or near the end, all those games are close. Yep. You know, I always <laughs> think too. I mean, yeah, Mary. So with your your one hitter, one pitcher away, there's the one pitcher. Yeah. Give me the hitter. Yeah. I so mean, you, you think of somebody like Dennis Eckersley, who started as a starter. When he came at closer, he would come in for one inning, throw nothing but gas. No one got walked. Three outs. Boom, boom, boom. You know, and you know he can make the difference of five, ten games at the end of the year, yep. and that's the difference between going five hundred or winning ninety games, getting in the playoffs. You know? uh, should we save this if this guy played a sport to another week? Because we're already an hour in. Um, we got a lot. To, yeah, let's, let's, let's keep going. Oh, well, we talked to Dave for a while. So yeah. That was, um, so do you want to do that? If yeah, this let's guy do played? it. All right, cool. So if this guy played a sport, what sport would he play? What number would you give him? First one up is Chris Farley. <laughs> oh my god well he's such a jokester christ almighty well he was a rugby player and tommy boy he was marquette marquette that's right oh my god big uh, you know what i would love to see him play rugby okay well he was a rugby player yeah. so let's play him at football we'll put him at nose guard Hopefully he makes the center laugh hysterically, so he's freaking making he's snapping a ball on the wrong side, and we'll make him like ninety nine. Ninety nine, Chris Farley. So you got him playing football. I don't know. I just see him as that. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess he. There's no other sport I could think about him playing in. I think about like um, the fat kid in uh, Team Wolf. Like, where's the center? But that's a movie. He was in Pee Wee Pee Wee's Return. He was Pee Wee's nemesis. Oh, was he? He was the guy who wanted Pee Wee's bike. <laughs> if you remember that guy, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Or, or how about here's something hysterical: a fat tennis player. <laughs> no number. And make him be good. Remember when he Wait, was? Uh, you gave him ninety nine. I liked it. Remember, remember where he there was a Saturday Night Live skit where he he and Patrick Swayze are trying to beat Chippendales, and he beats yes. out he beats yes. out he beats out Patrick Swayze. <laughs> that look he would do. Oh my god! It's a oh my god! I'm so you're, you're probably gonna win. <laughs> All right, the next one is a, another goofy actor uh, okay. in one of my favorite all time movies. Okay. Um, he was in with Keanu Reeves, Gary Busey. Oh, God, he looks like Dougie. Um, he does he, look like Dougie. He does. They both have that little mongoloid look. Dougie's <laughs> like a combination of Gary Busey and George Thorogood. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Um, cool. 
Busey. Busey's nuts. I could nuts. see him being like a utility baseball player. Yeah. You know, he's somebody you want on the bench, keep the team loose, keep you, and then he'll do something crazy. Hey, you need a pinch hit. Maybe he'll take one for the team and step in front of a pitch and get hit by a pitch or knock over the catcher. Utah, so, get me two. Point give break. me two. Yeah, give me two. Um, that's two. That's two. Uh, I, I give him a utility infielder, maybe utility outfielder, and he can be like number 65. 65. Because he sucks. But he's a guy you want to, because he keeps the team loose. All right. I got him playing hockey. Mm-hmm. I just see him, you know, hockey players are a little bent. Gary Busey's bent. He's crazy. He is literally crazy. He's, he's the kind job. of guy that you'd see, you, you know. You, I'd you'd love to party with him. That's what I was going to say. He's like a couple seats away from you. You'd have a couple of beers with him. I would love to party with him. Which hockey players will do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and you'd, you'd, you'd probably be a type of dude you don't want to fight because he's out of his fucking mind. Like number 18 or something. Yeah. All right, uh, so Gary Busey, that's a good one. How about this guy? I can't find a sport for this guy, so you're going to have to okay. do it. I can't picture him in any sport but basketball, but Dr. J. The doctor. Uh, well, I mean. He's smooth. Okay, let's let's make him like a, a, a wide receiver because he's smooth. Oh, uh, and those long arms. And those long arms, you go up and get those, you know, you throw the jump ball up for him. Yeah. Um, and he's got long strides. He's probably fast. I could see him being a wide receiver, make him like 88. 88. So you yeah. got Dr. J playing. The doctor. The doctor. I, don't, I could actually see him as a pretty smooth pitcher. You know, a guy that could just like fucking sling. He'd be another J.R. Richard. J.R. Richard. Because he was a big, tall guy, too. Yeah. You know, and just, just fucking humming Dave it. Dave Winfield uh, played basketball, too. All right. This guy, a legend on the ice, Wayne okay. Gretzky. Oh, Gretzky was great. Legend daughter, of making and his daughter is making beautiful. a little girl, a little freaking special. Well, his wife was fucking hot when she was back in the day too. Oh uh, yeah, Janet Jones. Ah, uh, Gretzky. I could see. Now you talk about him. I could see him being a pitcher. Oh, yeah. I could see him. You know, you remember the movie Love the Game with Kevin Costner? Yeah. I could see Gretzky being that dude. All right. You know, and then he could be like number sixteen, like Whitey Ford. You know, he's just like. He's definitely man. not a ninety-nine because that makes you think of no, Major he League. Sucks. <laughs> oh no, he's not that guy. No, he'd be like the. The, the starter who gets the perfect game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets the, all the hot chicks. He so, would be a pitcher. He'd be, and, and he would he's be a pitcher. Man. That's what he would and play. And he'd be calm because yep. you know, you know, everybody runs off the field except the pitcher. He walks on. I could see Gretzky being the man. All right, we'll do one more. That's one, two, three, four. We'll do five this week. Okay. Lawrence Taylor. Oh God. That dude was born to play fucking football. I know. Can you picture him in any other sport? I would love to see him in a couple of sports. I'd love to see him like a power forward in basketball. Yeah. He'd be your hatchet man. Oh, my God. Imagine him covering Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons would shit his pants anyway. And then That's he's the one thing about him. Ben Simmons. Uh, boy, I better stay away from my basketball. But I don't think Ben Simmons is afraid of anyone. He's just afraid to get the ball in his hands. He's afraid to be the in the spotlight in the, on the free throw line. He's afraid, as they said. It's well, a mental condition. There's, there's a couple of things, you, you know, like Wayne Gretzky says. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yep. And you can't be afraid to fail. You know, you learn from it. You, yep. And he's all of those negative things they said. He's afraid to fail. He's afraid. Powerful. Dude. LT, what number are you going to give LT? Oh, I'd give him, I'd give him number 30, just like ML Carr. I would love to have him Ooh, on my team. That's a good match. I I would love how tall was ML Carr? ML was about 6'5". About was he that tall? Yeah. yeah. Wow, I, knew, I didn't know that. I would love to have uh, Lawrence because he would be—he'd be the dude who would—he would do exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. Listen, I want you to set a pick. Don't ever let that guy get by you. Can, God, you, imagine, can you imagine LT's pick? Oof, 
You said, now, Dave was saying weak picks. It wouldn't be a weak pick there. He could pick Patrick Ewing, and Patrick Ewing ain't going to get by. No. I want you to pick that dude. I don't want, you say to him, I don't want that dude scoring a point. Now, he may fall out, but that guy, I bet you wouldn't that guy would score a point. Holy and, shit, that's a good one. And you talk about the Bill Lambeer days, coming down the middle, take out Trey Young once or twice. Trey Young may die. Uh, he, he may die that day. But see, Trey Young wouldn't make it back in those days. No. None of these guys would. I don't think so. Yeah, no. Maybe LeBron. A couple of the good ones would. That guy that played for the six, Sixers and was on Golden State could. He was a. Uh, oh, Andre uh, Iguodala. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Andre Iguodala. He was, he's a good ball player. He was. He, he just, was a time he, guy. He could have played any time. He just wasn't could the jump. main guy. No, he wasn't the main guy. But they he's tried a very good player. Oh, great defender. Great man. ball player. He could shut LeBron down. He's a good. Ball. He, he he's somebody you want on a yeah. team. But when he was at the Sixers, it was a bad time. Now, if he's on the Sixers now. That'd be a great, great fit. He just—he was the number one guy, and he's not a number one guy. So, did you do uh, any Ted Lasso yet? Not yet. I want to finish uh, Bloodline. Yeah, it's kind so, of slowing down. Okay, so I don't, where are you? Season two still, or season three? Last four oh, episodes. Shit, I'm still in season two. So where I am right now in season two is um, Marco is hot on John. Like yes. You're near the end of season two. Okay, is that near the end? Okay. That's near the end of season He's like two. interrogating him now, and in things aren't end. adding up. First, the guy who was on Dexter, the, who's the sheriff. Yeah. Uh, he was Angel in uh, Dexter. Bo Bridges' role is pretty cool. Bo Bridges, cool, yeah. I like so, him. Because, um, you know, he's a little dirty. He's dirty, and he's trying to get everybody yeah, dirty. Yeah, yeah, And the Rayburns are dirty. So, like, the first season was awesome. Yeah. Second season's good. The third season, eh, you know, it's like they're... See, it, I, it, I it, felt it, like the second season started off, I was like souring on it and now it's picked up yeah so that well, I mean, sucks it's not three. that it's not it's just now you're getting an idea what the Rayburns are all about yeah, they're yeah. all a bunch of you even know, the mother and the father mother. oh yeah you, yeah you learn about them and yeah, the more yeah. you learn you're like you know Danny wasn't so bad how about all it all of them all of them are bad yeah Fucking but you still got that Linda what's her name she's smoking Woo! god she's beautiful so's uh, John's wife she's hot too she's got that little you know little. Cl- I love that the little chin thing you know they just need more of her jogging. <laughs> how about how about uh, what's his name? Uh, John Leguizamo. Leguizamo, who's hilarious. He's, so he's great in everything. He's his a great actor. Is such a dad. he is such a little bastard, but he he plays, plays a great role in everything. Yeah. Uh, whenever I see him, I always think of Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Yeah. All right, uh, a couple of would you rather's, and then I got a Florida man All right. or Mount All right. Rushmore this week. Is we might have done this. What is it? Um, Major League Baseball hitters. The best? The best. Ooh, so, no, now, we never I, did that. I, I didn't think we did either, and I was like, do we do a modern list, old-timer list? Oh, Ever? what do you want? I don't know. So, How about um, we do both, real quick? That's what I was going to do. do. So I did I did modern, I did a modern and old-timers. I mm-hmm. figure you probably have it in your head. So. Okay. All right, so a quick would you rather. Okay. Um, first, would you rather. Would you rather be colorblind okay. or lose your sense of taste? I'd rather be colorblind. Fuck yeah, that's an easy one, right? I I'm, think I'm, you know, you know how they test certain colors. I, I yeah. think I'm colorblind to like red and orange. Oh yeah. I, well, I mean, I obviously you're sure it's red there, but yeah. you know, certain. My dad know, was colorblind, and I'm it was hilarious. Like my mom would have to dress him. Oh, he was completely colorblind. Completely colorblind. Oh wow. Yeah, so he always wore like blue and black. You would see, like, mm-hmm. you know, he could not tell colors. Okay. And it was. It was bad. My dad was like, well, was "Who the hell was going to tell him he's got the wrong shit on?" Yeah, he didn't. Know. Hey, Norm, you got the wrong. Oh yeah. And oh, first of all, he didn't give a shit. He didn't give a shit. All right. Would you rather have the ability to see ten years into your own future, mm-hmm. or six months into the future of the world? 
Six months for the world. I think I'd rather go ten months. Ten years, you said. Ten years. Ten years into Your my own future? own future. Okay. You know what I mean? Because. Well, okay. I'm thinking if you see six months into the world, your 10 years may be better. Yeah, but like the future of the, the, your own future, you can control. The future of the world, you can't control. Yeah. I don't want to see like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see that in six months from now. Okay. Like right now today, Australia's in complete fucking lockdown again. I don't want to see six months from now and go, okay, we're all shut down. Everybody's fucking wearing masks again, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. I don't want to. Okay. I, I, okay. I'll take my own. I don't want to take the 10 years and know I'm dead. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, but you wouldn't. You would assume you're alive. Right? Okay. I know. Oh, I thought about oh, that. Yeah. As I was reading it, I was like, oh. oh 10 years is blank. <clears throat> would you rather live in a home with no electricity mm-hmm. or in a home with no running water? No electricity. Yeah, me too. Because I, I was like, I need the running water. Running water, I can drink. I can take a shower. I can take a shower. I can clean myself. Cool. Clean my ass, apparently. Clean your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, some French fries. Brett, you nasty two-time-a-year bastard. Uh, we're going to fourth Would You Rather this week because I, I, I like this last one. Would you rather lose your keys or your phone? My phone. <laughs> There's times where I want to lose my fucking phone anyway. Yeah. You know? uh, my keys, I want to get home. I'll get a new phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd rather lose, you know, let's go old school. I'd rather lose, lose my phone. Yeah, me too. That I, way, shit, people that. at work can't get a hold of me. Where were you? I lost my phone. This is going to be an hour and a half episode, I can tell you. Good. Uh, Florida man. All right. Which Brett and shit I, himself again. I, I'm telling you, I did not make this name up. I pulled this article out. No, good. Dick Poe? No. <laughs> Florida man, and this is his name, Chef Bang Adams, Caught Heine. <laughs> What's his name? Chef Bang Adam. Chef I Bang love Adam. this guy. Look this shit up. Oh I don't make, I don't make Is it Is he up. in the NBA? No. <laughs> Chef Bang Adams for two. <laughs> Chef Bang Adams caught hiding his meth. His middle name is Bang. Bang. <laughs> hiding his meth in his penis. He hid it in his penis. So here it under, is. Under his A throat? repeat drug offender in Orlando, Florida was busted again, this time for storing crystal meth in his penis skin, the smoking gun reports. The fittingly named Shaft Bang Adams, 30, was busted last month, at which time jailers conducted a strip search, reportedly found four crystal rocks, white in color, in his foreskin. Oh, he wasn't circumcised. According to a police report posted online. Dirty, dirty. Adams reportedly uh, had reportedly been apprehended for driving without a valid license that led to his being charged with drug possession and introducing contraband into a penal institution. He posted a $2,000 bond. penal institution. (laughs) Uh, Chef Bang Adams. Adams has been busted more than 20 times with other charges including domestic assault, battery, possession of controlled substance, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, and false imprisonment. All with his shift. <laughs> wow, chef bang. He was hiding Adam. things. In his I saw that story and I'm Please. like, oh, that, I can't believe it. This guy could be the poster boy for not being circumcised. If you want to hide stuff, put it in your forehead. Chef bang Adams, <laughs> and he got caught with hiding meth oh. in his penis. There it is. Oh, arrested for battery with his shift. <laughs> so we're to our Mount Rushmore for the oh, week. All right. And the Mount Rushmore. <clears throat> 
Mount Rushmore of major league hitters to your modern list and then your old timers list. You go first with your modern list. Modern Modern list? list meaning pretty much our lifetime. Okay, so our lifetime are okay. That 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 makes it better. All right. So in our lifetime and I'm going to say like early to mid 70s cuz that's kind of when I started really watching. Yeah. So top 4. Wow. Okay. Uh I'm not going to include Hank Aaron because he was at the end of his career for now. So for modern I'm not going to include him or Willie Mays cuz that they were at the end and they were yep, yep. they were old. So I'm going to go Tony Gwynn. Um, Wade Boggs. Um, geez, I'm going to leave somebody good out. I know I am. Um, it's funny that we're probably going to have the same fucking Jeez. Um, I'll go Corey Skrimski because he still had a bulk of his career there. That's a good one. Um, and, yes. you know, I thought about putting Yaz on there. Yeah. But, um, I didn't. I mean, he didn't retire to 83, so I saw him from about 70. So the last night, he was still a good hitter. Um, uh, Tony Wade, jeez, uh, there's some good ones. God, I'm going to leave somebody out. I'm going to kick myself on somebody. And then I will go with Ken Griffey Jr., one of the sweetest swings Fuck, I've ever, ever saw in my this life. This is amazing. Like, So you didn't know my list, and, and so I'm going to go. My Go number ahead. one, this is my modern list, Tony Gwynn. Yep. Uh, Wade Box. Okay. Ken Griffey Jr. Yep. And a little controversial on this one. I did not put Pete Rose on the list, but I put Barry Bonds on. Uh, actually, there's, there's some Pete Rose. Geez, I left. How the hell did I leave Pete Rose off of that? But, I mean, I did not. I had Pete Rose written down as a... Pete Rose and Ichiro as a... Oh, Ichiro is another but, one. Beautiful. Yep. Man, I told um, you I was gonna lose somebody else. So man. yeah, you did, but you're going yeah. off the top of your head. Top of my head. Uh, but it's cool that yeah, Tony yeah. Gwynn, I thought had the sweetest fucking oh, swing. Oh my god! And he studied. He studied. Yep. He studied. He was one of the first guys. And it's amazing if you ever saw the uh, Major League Baseball thing on Tony Gwynn. Yep. When he would go into a funk, he would have his wife tape him. Yeah, but his funk was. Well, his funk, whatever. <laughs> Why he didn't go into a funk, and his wife would tape him. So yep. his wife was his hitting coach. His hitting coach said his best hitting coach was his wife. So his wife would tape him. This is before people tape shit. Yep. And he would go over, and then he would talk to his wife. What did I do wrong? And she said, you didn't do this. Your head, you got to keep it level. And then God, Boggs was just Boggs. But wait, Boggs swing also. Yeah. Now, the Yankees had a guy at that same time. Don Mattingly was Don Mattingly, great. yes. And so, I was thinking about him. That's when I paused. Like, God damn it. And, you know, Ichiro. God damn it. Ichiro he had a swing, beautiful man. swing. You know, very much like Tony Gwynn could just hit that opposite field, little line right. drive, and, 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 you, and you then could pull it when he wanted to. And, 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 and you, what I think about is now with all this freaking shift and shit, I would have loved to see somebody try to sh- shift on any one of those guys. Yeah. You try to shift on Tony Gwynn, he's going to say, you know what? I'm going to, and he knew what to do. He goes, if I hit it this way, it's going there. If I do this, it's going. Yep. He knew, and Wade Boggs the same way, and Ichiro. That's why I love those three. And then uh, Tony Ichiro. Right. Wade Boggs all could put the ball wherever they fucking wanted. And like it. Ichiro, I mean, he was so quick he could drag he could drag bunt for like a three hundred yeah. average if he wanted to. Yeah. And then as soon as you started sneaking in, then he's gonna put it over your head or he would chop it and put it over depending on where he played. Yeah. Now Ken Griffey Jr., you could put a bottle of coke on his head and it wouldn't fall off the way he swung because yeah, his head is so goddamn. I love Griffey Jr. I mean, what a beautiful swing that guy had. But Bonds, I mean, Bonds just Bonds was so good, but goddamn it, he just know, ruined it for me with I that. Know, but he didn't need to cheat. He didn't. And, and but he he's had still that, Jimmy. And he had that. He had the, that short, compact. He swing. He had the most good beautiful guy. wrist. 
Yeah. Like baseball power. Like and how many times they fucking walked that guy? Still hit over three hundred. Well, that was near, near more near the end of his career. Yeah, I know, but but I mean, when he didn't juice up like that, he had that nice. If you remember, he'd twitch it like yep. this. And he could flick it to left for a homer, which, as a lefty, isn't easy. Yep. And I'm not talking about Fenway Park. I'm talking about parts where he did it out that way. And he could just flick it, man. And it was all about bat speed, and it wasn't about strength. Yep. Now, my all-time, you talk about great wrists. So I'm not going to put these guys in any particular order. But one of the greatest, i got to say, is Hank Aaron. God yeah. damn it. I mean, you talk about, you know, the guy didn't hit these 500-foot bombs. But he hit homers. And one of the greatest things I ever heard about him was that you could take away all his homers, and he'd still have 3,000 hits. And he did. Yep. Um, so he's up there. Number two's got to be Ted Williams. My God, the guy's yeah, a lifetime yeah. batting average, 344, 521 homers. Fucking amazing. And he missed four and a half years because he went to two different wars. Yep. I mean, if he didn't do it, he would have broke Babe Ruth's record. Yep. Uh, then speaking about it, Babe Ruth. Yep. Right, so money. I mean, Babe Ruth, there's a reason everybody compares himself to Babe Ruth. His first four to five years, he was a predominant pitcher. He only played every four days. Yep. I mean, if he played, and he, he would still hit 20 homers. If he played He hit every more day. homers than any other team in the so major he, leagues. It was and amazing so he ended back up with 714 days. homers. If his first four years was every day. I think he did play every day, Jim. I don't think he did. He did not. No? As a pitcher, his first four years. I know he was a pitcher. Right. But I still thought he still played. I think near the end of his career with the Sox, and then he went to the Yankees. The Yankees said, we're going to make you a ball player. Yeah. So, but he would have, he probably would have hit another 100, 100 homers. Uh. And then the fourth one is a really tough one because, again, there's a lot of really good ones. But I'm going to throw out a, a name because he's really good, Stan Musial. Wow, nice. I mean, Stan, the man who held at St. one Lewis. point, St. Louis, the record for uh, hits for the Na National League until Pete Rose beat it out. But, I mean, the guy, the one of the statistics I ever heard was, I think he ended up with 3,700 and something homers. He had like 1,850 on the road, 1,850 at home. And then, he, you know, near the end of his career, he started getting more of a power hitter. He ended up with 475 home runs. So he was consistent, consistent, consistent. So there's, there's, there's my four. All right, this is a tough one for me. One of the guys, I have a lot of names here, but my top four. Just because I, you know, number one, I have Babe Ruth. Yep. Uh, I think, I don't know. I mean, legend has it, greatest ball player of all time. Number two, I have Ted Williams. Yep. Um, then I have these guys all jam-packed together. And I have one, um, two, three of these guys. Okay? Well, actually four of them. So, and they're, so I haven't picked my fourth yet. If I have to, gun to my head, I'm going... So I have Babe Ruth, Ted Williams. Who did I say? Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, mm -hmm. and Willie Mays. Willie Mays, great. Six hundred sixty homers. Yep. Also over three thousand hits. And also a three lifetime three hundred hitter. And also a lifetime three hundred hitter. Oh, well over eighteen hundred homer uh, RBIs, which yep. is a big thing. So now my others, um, and I struggled with this. I, you know, I'm probably going to go Joe DiMaggio. Okay. Uh, as my 56, fourth. 56, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He just could. But I got Mickey Mantle. I got Roberto Clemente. There's a ton. You know? Lou Gehrig, Willie Mays. Yeah. Um, oh, you could go on and on and on and on. Uh, so I left Pete Rose off on purpose. I did not. I was not a big fan of Pete Rose. He's a great hitter. Mm -hmm. um, you know, helped the Phillies win a World Series in 1980. Um, he's just such a me guy. 
these guys were all team players. Yeah. You know, you, you can go through my list, both lists. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I know that, you know, Pete Rose won a lot of championships and for what he did, Charlie Hustle, right? right. And everything. But a lot of what he did was for himself. Yeah. And I'll never forget him getting so mad at Gene Garber, you know, when Gene Garber breaks his streak. And uh, to Gene me, Garber that's... Gene Garber didn't walk him. He got him out. He got him out. But, you know, during that streak, I would go to the go to the games and he'd fucking lay bunts down and shit like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, that's Here, kind here's of stuff a name that we up. somehow left off. Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb, I know. The I, greatest average... I don't know enough about Ty yeah, Cobb. Yeah, yeah, me either. But, you know, he was he was supposedly the man. He's also supposedly Honest a racist. Racist. And, well, I mean, we're talking about hitters. Yeah, he was a, probably a racist. You know what I mean? I mean, we but put I mean, a lot of dirt in there, right? The gambler. Yeah. We put the, the Roy Mano guy. was a great hitter. Yeah. Yaz, we talked about Yaz. Uh, there's some really good... You some know, great hitters. I mean, it, that's why I had to do an old-timer and a yeah, yeah, modern yeah, guy. Really but it's cool... You know, I think we were in the same range of yeah, our favorite modern, guys, modern yeah. guys, you know. Like, to me, Wade Boggs, you know, Tony Gwynn, these, the way these guys just fucking hit. I, the, the reason I picked some of those guys is the way they went about their business and they would talk yeah. about hitting like that. Like Ted Williams and Tony Gwynn, I don't know if you ever saw that major where they were together and they talked about hitting. Yeah. And they were like on the same page. They really were. And they both are San Diego guys. And, and we left Don Mattingly off. Mattingly was a hell of a good he was. hitter. He was. And there were so you know, many There was other... a lot of good guys who were just, yeah. you know, you talk Trout now, he's very good. You know, but when I There's think of like Tony Gwynn. Votto, Votto today, he's pretty Joey good. Joey Votto's very good. Yeah. You know, Derek Jeter's a hell of a good hitter. I mean, he would constantly go the other way. Derek constantly Jeter was hitter. a good hitter. You couldn't, you know, he was a Another lifetime three get... hit. Schmidt yeah. was a good hitter. Schmidt was Schmitty 280 was probably. Yeah. Lifetime hitter. But Schmidt was a tough out, you know. Yeah, there was, you know. We didn't. You know, as Philly, he got you know million dollar salary, so it was like yeah. we always wanted him to do yeah. more. Yeah. But Schmidt, he was a damn I mean, good you, hitter. You think about somebody like Frank Robinson, who had like five hundred and eighty homers. He has over eighteen hundred RBIs. Yeah. Tough son of a bitch. MVP in both leagues. Ripken, Cal Ripken. There's another go. You think, go through those three thousand hitters, and you're not going to have somebody who's a, a slouch no. in any one of those uh, things, but yeah, that's, that's a fun subject. You can talk so, about an hour on those guys. We could. So we are almost, we're hour 20 plus in. I wanted to play this little sort of thing for you that, oh, yeah, that Dave shared with me. Um, and then I gotta I gotta take a pee real quick, but uh, I'm going to play this, let this play out for you. Okay. It takes a little Show bit to get going. On the mound, the young man that we've talked yeah, about so much awesome. already. Doug uh, left-hander, has a fine change-up. He was 14 and 8 on the season, got off to a great start, winning 11 out of 12. So we'll ride this out, but thanks for riding shotgun with Norm and Jim, episode 59, as we ride this out. Thanks for Dave for coming on. Oh, it's a summer day in Southern California, 81 degrees, looking down on Dodger Stadium, the parking lot. This is a patch of green and it's real grass, folks. Rose very well here. And the middle of the Yankee batting order, Reggie Jackson, Lou Vanilla, and Chris Shambliss against Doug Round. Doug's in for the strike. Doug keeps it low. That's where Jackson likes it. Oh, Down the left field line and it's over the corner. Should be two bases. Dusty Baker over to the line. Jackson will go standing at second with a double. Lou's job, and he knows it, is get the ball on the ground on the right side. Get the runner to third. There it is. There it is. Right, right down the right field line. Just score Jackson. Reggie pumping around third. The throw. Lacey goes to second. Jackson scores. Yankees lead one nothing. Years and flew in for the baseball game from the Naval Air Station in Memphis, Tennessee. 
That is going to the left field corner. Baker over and knocks it down. Lou Pinella goes to third, and Chambliss is in with a stand-up double, and the Yankees are jumping on Doug Brown at the top of the second inning. They really are, Keith, and that's the first typical... Give me a sign, Red, when I get out there. I'll, I'll mess around for some time. Okay? Fuck no. He can't get them fucking left-handers out for Christ, go fucking mighty. Tommy. Tommy was known to be a motivator. Jackson gets jammed on a fucking board. You're good, Tommy. I don't give a shit. You feel good? There's four motherfucking hits up there. They all fucking hit the opposite way. Dude. I don't give a fuck. You got a left hander here. I expect this motherfucker. I don't give a shit, doggy. Well, I may be wrong, but that's my goddamn job. I'll make the I'll make the fucking decisions here. I'll make the fucking decisions here, okay? Steve Yeager, Dick Lopes is right there. Yep. This back and forth. It's like the 78, 78, 79 series. Yeah, yeah. it looks like, oh, they're bringing in Rick Rosen, yeah. It looks like there were three runs on the fucking board yesterday. I don't give a fuck! Don't hey, give me any shit, goddammit! I'll make the fucking decisions, keep your fucking mouth shut! I told you. You talk about it in my fucking office. And I wouldn't say I'm that. just saying, talk about it inside. This is not the place to be okay. talking about it. Okay? That's all I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. That's right. It's fucking great for you to be standing out here talking to me like that. I don't feel good. I wouldn't say I don't so. give a Somebody shit, Doug. I'm the fucking manager of the fucking team. I got to make the fucking decisions. And I'll make them to the fucking best of my ability. It may be the fucking wrong decision, but I'll make it. Don't worry about it. I'll make the fucking decisions. I gave you a fucking chance to walk out of here. I can't fuck around. We're down two games to one. If it was yesterday, it's a different fucking story. I don't give a shit. You got three three left-hand hitters, and they all got fucking hits on you. Rivers, Jackson, and the fucking other guy. They all got left-hand. They all hit. That guy that just hit the ball was the left-hand. Look at you pick up on that right away. Well, I mean, I want you to get out. I can't, I can't let you out there in a fucking game like this. I'm going to fucking get a fucking single knock. Nicky, where I hate it, Nicky. Listen to him just so bad. Rose, what Rose was good, too. This team's good. Tom's a good kid. Let's go down there. Just check the motherfucker to the side. Anyway, you got nothing to worry about. Tom's not done yet. Don't fucking play him back. I hate to play him in the second inning in a fucking left hand. You know? I'd rather play him back. I'll play him back, yeah. We can't give him two more this fucking early. Let him back. Oh, Lasorda. That's a fucking classic hey, rant, man. Oh, yeah. All right, that's it. Thanks for riding Chuck yeah, out with Norman Jim. Episode 59 in the book. Play the time again. Oh, I haven't hey, played that. Play the bird.
play the bird. All right, let me. Oh, Jungalo. Jungalo. Or ice cream castles. Ice cream castles <laughs> in the summer. The time. Ladies and gentlemen. The time. The time. Here we go. Nice. Yeah, it was a good getting day one.